Good evening everyone, welcome to Raz's Football Show. This is season two, episode three. Today we have a new guest with us. We've got Bav, as usual, with us from the US of A. And we've got Kevin, um, he's a local North London guy. And Kevin, introduce yourself to us. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, Kevin, yeah, grew up in Highbury, Highbury boy. Um, yeah, come up. Yeah, I've been supporting Arsenal all my life, basically. Um, from George Graham, <laughs> all the way through, man. Um, yeah, I was there. I was there the day that Bertham signed um, for Arsenal. The little video media on YouTube when I was a little little kid. Um, yeah, man, I just love Arsenal. Um, love football. Um, obviously, it's been a mixed <laughs> few months if you're an Arsenal fan, but yeah, that's me. Yeah. It's been a good. There was a good result for you guys, right? Against Chelsea, I think beating them three 0 and I don't think it flattered you guys in any way because I think you deserved it. Um, you know, I think what Arteta did, and um, you know, Bav will elaborate on this in a minute, is that I think he trusted his youth and he just let them play. Well, he he had to because you know, <laughs> three of the Brazilian boys was out, so you had to throw in. Um... You had to throw in Smith Rowe and and um, trust the youth. And um, Marie, I thought he'd, he'd done okay apart from the penalty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man for man, um, we deserved it. Yeah, I mean, you guys came off the blocks very quick. And, you know, I don't, I don't think you guys give him a chance in the first half, especially. It was, it was looking really good. Um, but I think, you know, is this going to be what Arteta's going to be doing now? Going to the youth and going into his academy and taking some of these young players on what do you think I don't think all of them are ready but um, I think the fact that we don't have <laughs> a proper number 10 he sort of has to now start relying on people like Smith Rowe and Willock maybe try Saka centrally or, or further up the pitch rather than playing him wing back so yeah he, he sort of has, has to at the moment because um, William and Pepe and even Aubameyang all those guys have been flopping um, so yeah he, he has to sort of trust the youth um, I mean that, and that's been Arteta's style I mean all this time we haven't really played with a number 10 yeah. um, so it's good to see him be a bit more adventurous in that last game I mean from from a spectator's point of view uh, and a neutral like I mean you know, I, I saw that the attitude that your elder players have, I say the elder players, like, you know, the the usuals, like the likes of Obama Yang and, I mean, Willian, all of them, I don't think they give it 100%. And is that something that you could say that they don't trust in Arteta maybe? Or is it just a case of attitude and they, they haven't, you know, they don't want to, they haven't got the drive, the desire to win? Because it just seemed like these youngsters, like that Saka, for example, he just, he's non-stop. He just keeps on going. But you don't see that with, you know, some of the other players. You just see, I, I always watch Arsenal and I think, you know, you could give a little bit more because there's, they're head of talented players. I mean, Arsenal always had talented players. But for some reason, you know, last couple of seasons especially, you just seen that, that you know, talent's there, you can see that. But the drive and the desire is not there. And the constant mistakes. 
Um, it was nice for you guys not to give a red card for once. That that helps, you know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, another guy I forgot to mention, Martinelli. You know, like so enthusiastic yeah. and just it's great to have him back. Um, kind of reminds me a bit of Sanchez. I know it's a bit too early to make them sort of comparisons, but he he, does, he doesn't give the defenders a, a minute's rest by the looks of it. And um, yeah, he looks like he's going to be a promising player. And I think. Just having him there, it sort of gave the whole team a, a bit of a lift. No, it's good. I mean, it's you know, it's promising signs. That's for sure. But let's see if uh, if it continues now. Bab, you're taking a bit of a back seat, so I'm gonna ask you a question there. Did Saka mean that? I'm sorry. What was that? Rest? Did Saka mean that? The 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 goal is nah, definitely not. That I mean, he he's a young guy. The guy's got some swag. We like that about him, but uh, he clearly didn't mean that. Um, I was, thought yeah, he did personally. I thought he did. Oh yeah. He looked up, and he saw him off his line. I mean, I know people say he looked like a cross, but I think it's just the way he took that shot looked like a cross. But that's what he meant. I'm I thought he meant it. I don't know. What personally. do you think, Kev? He said he meant it, didn't he? Uh, yeah, of course he's going to say that. <laughs> he said he meant it. Uh, I'd like to think that he meant it, man. Because he, he has got he has got the talent to do that. And he's a bit fearless sort of as well, um, isn't he? He's a bit fearless. He's the type of player that will just go and yeah. take it on. Mm. I thought, yeah, yeah. But, but who knows? Only he knows. But yeah, I'm. I think I think I probably believe him, man. He looked up. If ah. you saw the shot, right? He looked up and he just took it instantly. So I see Bab's face. He's thinking, nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Bab. Listen, guys. All I'm going to say is it was a good performance. Chelsea yeah. didn't turn up. Chelsea have got their own problems brewing. Uh, what Kevin pointed on earlier, some of these young players like Emil Smith-Rowe, Martinelli, Saka, they bring that energy that those old guys that you mentioned earlier, like Willian and uh, David Luiz that they don't have look there's a saying over here in America paycheck players meaning that people come to work to get their money and go home William and David Luiz and a lot of these like older players that we have they're just there for the money and nothing else and they're just and, and I think maybe Edu is responsible for this and honestly Kev let's just take a little diversion what has Edu really done for the club besides signing Brazilian players and even then, I, I was saying to Raz, and I've said it on a previous podcast, I was expecting like better type of Brazilian players, not these guys that are like at the end of their careers. And I think that's the other problem. The guys at the end of their careers don't have the same enthusiasm and energy like these young bloods do. Yeah, it's been a, been a bit of a mixed bag, but you know, I've, in the transfer market, I'll probably give him a, a six and a half out of ten because party, I think that was his signing, wasn't it? Martinelli was his signing. Yeah. Um... Gabriel, obviously, he, he he started off quite well. So he, those guys, they've done all right. But William, I, I don't know why we always get the Chelsea rejects, man. Like it takes me back to it takes me back to Gallas. <laughs> oh yeah, wow, uh, William Gallas. Peter Check, the little, you know, um, like we always get them at the at the end of their career, sort of thing. Even even Man United players like Sylvester and, and stuff like that. Um, Sylvester or Danny Welbeck. You, yeah. you know Danny Welbeck still bores my blood. I don't yeah, want to yeah. hear that name. Yeah. <laughs> like we always get them all when they're on the downward spiral. So, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I don't <laughs> But guys, what, what? it's an unusual season this season. And, you know, anything can happen. 
Um, and, you know, my frustrations about what happened with Liverpool uh, drawing, that was quite frustrating for me. But I'm going to put that to, you know, Christmas hangover or whatever. And I think also the injuries that everyone's having right now, yeah? The coronavirus problems and the injuries. But you guys have had it bad, man. You... We've had it Van Dijk. Yeah, you got <laughs> We had pretty much most of our squad off. Fabinho. And now we've got Matip out again. Yeah. It's, it's just continuing. But you know what? We're still but, but sitting... Rats, to- you, you guys have a pretty good squad. And honestly, I, I don't think it was the midfield or defenders that let you down. It was your front three. No, Mane, it was. Hang on. Only will score the goal. Kevin, you're happy with money. He was your captain in fantasy football. <laughs> but <laughs> fantasy football aside, that front three didn't do nothing. No, they didn't do nothing. But the thing is, like I said, it's a hangover. And I'm pretty sure Klopp ain't going to let that happen again. And that's what he's like. And this, that's, you know, again, as a Liverpool fan, I trust Klopp 100% in whatever he does and whatever he has done so far. From where we were to where we are now, it's a massive difference. And when Thiago's guy, back, it's curtains. Yeah, I think the guy you're missing is Diego Jota. He came in and he brought some, like, he'd come off the bench and he'd create... And he looked like fresh. Electric and it's not like Wolves where he'd get one chance a game. He's getting a couple of chances a game in like, like a 10, 15 minute span and boom, the ball's in the back of the net. That's the problem, injuries. And that's again, this due to this coronavirus and the short, um, what do you call it, the, the mid-season break or whatever you call it, we had yeah. uh, the pre-season break. Speaking of COVID, uh, the Arsenal defender Gabriel yeah. Maglas got diagnosed with COVID about two hours ago. I don't know if you guys heard yeah, about that. Yeah, I've seen that actually, yeah. Yeah, because even on my thinking was, oh, Magalas and Pablo Marie, both, you know, Brazilian descent, be a perfect central defence for us. I think Man City's got a bit of a problem, haven't they? Half their team's got coronavirus yeah. symptoms. But hopefully that Man City problem doesn't become a knock-on effect for the next fixtures. It could. It could, because it could postpone most of the, uh, you know, they might even, you know, stop the season. You don't know what's going to happen right now because... You know, London's in tier four, as you probably heard, Bav, right? We're in tier yeah. four right now, and it's pretty bad over here right now. And, you know, obviously, it was bad up north, and it's now kind of eased off, and it's come over to London. So, you don't know where it's going to go now. It could be, it could head, uh, again, Europe's starting to get some uh, some of the cases again. This ain't going away for a long time. I don't think it's going to go away for a long time. So I don't want to dwell on this um, COVID thing too much. But I do want to mention that because of this, you know, pandemic that we've had at the moment, the season is not going to be the same. (laughs) We're not going to see what happened last season where Liverpool, you know, ran away with the league. You know, by March, it was done. It's not going to happen this season. I think it's still, there's a lot to play for. And I think... You guys, as Arsenal fans, you guys don't think you're going to go down. <laughs> there were talks of that. People were saying that Arsenal's going to go down. Hey, it's not we're, we're, we're still there. Okay, don't get it twisted. The next two games, look, we should beat West Brom. But then our kryptonite, and Kevin knows this, is Sam Allardyce Bolton days. If Sam Allardyce had a... He, you know what Sam Allardyce may call Kevin Davis out of retirement? That guy used to terrorise us. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he always <laughs> he gets get his old boy Kevin Dolan back. Kevin Nolan, yeah, I mean, but the thing is with Sam Allardyce, yeah, it works for about four or five games and then it's back to the old ways where he's going to start losing games because that energy and that stuff, they, they, he brings that into the players when he first comes, they change it, he changes it up and then it's back to square one. 
I don't. I slightly think... disagree. Sam Allardyce has never been relegated. That's he's That's brought never... in simply to keep teams up, and he, he might do it. Who knows? Well, it, yeah, it's not it's not attractive football, but it, it, it does the job, and that's you've done a job on on, on you guys. Um, got a point. That's I, what you wanted. Yeah, and that's I, what you yeah. wanted. He, he didn't come there yeah. to win. I don't care what anyone says. He didn't come there to win, and I think Liverpool were just poor off the mark in every angle. I mean, we were just terrible. Uh, there's no questions about it. It didn't help when Matip got injured. That changed things big time. Yeah, I mean, I partly agree with you. Like, look at the last round of fixtures right no one won except for Man United in the top four right yeah sorry Man United drew as well Man sorry United Man City won Man City were the only ones winning but I think Man City were looking to lose today against Everton that's a big why Everton why would they look to lose Everton do yeah. not lose yeah Everton are flying aren't they yeah, no. Everton are flying and that was a hard game for them I think that was a tough one for them and they got away with one this time around if I'm honest with you Ancelotti, if you see the amount of goals he's letting, it's probably the least amount I think in the league at the moment. Oh really? Yeah. It's shockingly true. And that's how he plays. That's how he does it. He's defensively yeah. very strong at the moment, and he's got that player Alan, and the other midfielder. I forgot his name now. Obviously. Decore. Yeah, Decore. Yeah, they're doing the what job. Rodriguez is out at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, he's out. He's he's been out yeah. for a few games, but yeah, but that's you know, he's a good player, but he doesn't really put the ball in the back of the net. That that World Cup six goals was an anomaly, man. <laughs> Everyone's just rating him off. That I'm sorry, I look, I like the guy. He could go to most teams and do a job, but you can't rely on Hamas Rodriguez to play a full season. Yeah, but he has sort of made a difference, though, hasn't he? Um, yeah, he has definitely in those opening yeah. weeks. Um, but you guys, what do you think? Um, how, how, you know, Kevin. I'll ask you the question because I've spoken to Bab about this already in previous episodes. What's what do you think? How do you think the season's going to pan out? Who do you think is going to be the top three or four come the end of the season? Um, I think Liverpool will probably <laughs> will probably just nip in their head of I don't know. It, there might be some wild cards in there. Um, I, I was I was praying for you guys to beat Spurs. I was, I was like a Liverpool support when Firmino headed that goal in the other week, man. Oh, <laughs> that <man>. was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, last season I was gutted when Liverpool won the league, like because that's the only thing you had over us that we had over you. Um, but now that if you won it, yeah, I, I just got to hope you win it again, man. Because um, you play the best football. Um, so yeah, but I, I think Liverpool will win it, and maybe. Tottenham might come second. I think they'll come back into it. You think so? Um, huh? Man City have got a couple of games in hand, so yeah, I think that they'll be in the mix along with Man United. But um, what about Man Man United? Only with the you know the bus. <laughs> How do you think he's gonna get on? Because there was you know talks of his head on the line, and then all of a sudden he gets that win, and then. He's out of danger, and then he comes back into danger. It's just been a constant thing with Oli. No, but the danger is always it's Champions League related. It's not related to Premier League. And even with the Premier League, like they'll win like four or five games, and then one or two they'll have bad results, and then they'll be back at it again. And I said it last week. After Man City and Liverpool, Man United have taken the most points. So I don't know what they're expecting. Like if they had a better manager, yeah, they'd be potentially contenders for the title. But. And that's going to do come up with the transfer window as well. Let's see what they do and what they missed out on Poch, right? They missed out on him, didn't they? They missed 
They could have got him. Well, Poch, it's not confirmed, but he's more or less going to PSG. PSG, from, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, PSG wouldn't get rid of Tuchel unless they had something in the pipeline. So that was quite. Well, Tuchel was going to end up in the Premier League. So it's now, the, it's now a good time to, to get him if you're an Arsenal fan. Like, what, That's what, what I was trying what, to what, think. Why are we hanging around for? Why are we hanging around for? Think, hanging look, around for? Arsenal, Chelsea, even Man United, any of those three could pull the trigger and grab him. See, the thing is, Chelsea won't get rid of Frank because I think he's doing a pretty good job and they've got to back him now that they've spent some money. So they can't let, they won't get rid of Frank that, yet. I don't know, man. I think the heat's on Frank. What do you think, Kev? He looked under pressure. I was just looking at the interview before this um, call. Yeah. He, he looked, yeah, like you could see it in his eyes. I, I think, I think he's fearing a couple more bad results like that. I think he, he bought Kai Havertz, right? And the guy scored one goal in like fourteen games, and he's clearly played him out of position. Is he Kai Havertz him? is Kevin. You spoke about number tens earlier. Kai Havertz is a number ten traditionally. Yeah. If you play him at Werner right off him, I think that would be. Frank Kinker's too much. It's a good problem to have. Whereas, you know, we're short on players. We could use a few of those players and get a better base built up. And, and I think the thing is as well with Chelsea, obviously they, they spent all this money and they've got to let, they've got to let those players settle in, you know. Um, yeah. Like the Premier League's just not easy to walk into and like sweep up. But I, I was expecting Werner to, to do better by now. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I thought he would have well, he started hit, hit the floor running, but yeah, it just hasn't. Happened for him in recent weeks. Um, uh, yeah, it, it happens like that sometimes, bit, you know. Their goalkeeper looks a bit suspect as well. That Mendy, he's, he's on and off. Nah, isn't I it? think Mendy's done okay. I, I, I mean, what, what are you expecting? The guy's kept several clean sheets. Every goalkeeper's going to have a blip once in a while. Hmm. I, I, I don't think you can fault him for any of the goals against Arsenal. Um, well, apart from the third one, yeah. You, the Saka. I don't know. He just got caught wrong footed, didn't he? You see that, Russ? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, well, the thing is, it's, it's different. I, I, I don't think Chelsea, would, with our, especially with the way they are right now, I don't, I don't think they should get rid of Fingy at all. Um, because. Yeah, I mean, with with um, with Frank Lampard, at the moment the way he he spent the play, he spent the money. They need to give him a chance. They can't they can't get rid of him. But we know historically Chelsea like to continuously change managers when the heat is on. So you never know. Could be two show going to Chelsea. Who knows? So if you're Mr. Abramovich, like what, what's the what's the benchmark? If Chelsea get top four again, would that be enough for him to keep his job, or is it got to be top four and the Champions League, or top four and and the FA Cup? Well, he's got to look at what he's up against, right? So he's up against. Let's be honest. He's up against Man United. He's Klopp. up against Klopp. Yeah, Liverpool. You know, who, in my opinion, right now, and I say my opinion, but. You know, you guys can have a say in this, but I think they're probably the best team in Europe alongside Bayern Munich. So when you've got teams like that, that you're, you're against, <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you going to do? You know, you, you know, you have to settle for what you've got. Uh, Arsenal, 
in the other hand, right now, with Arsenal, right now, they've got the best chance right now to start moving up the table. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's not going to be easy. Um, but I guess we got Partey coming, but I've heard Partey's back in full training. That that will make a bit of a difference. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking at the fit the league schedule, right? So what we we got obviously Brighton tomorrow, West Brom, Palace, Newcastle. Obviously, we played Newcastle in the cup as well. Southampton and then Man United, Wolves, Villa. Leeds. Traditionally, if you look at that, those are like games that we were. Yeah, three, four years ago, that would have been nine points out of twelve. Yeah, yeah. But t- t- these days, you don't know what you're going to get with Arsenal. So and with the transfer fact, window right play. now, with the transfer window right now, who would be your free transfers that you would make in the next window? Where would you make those changes, and who would you sign if there were three? You said right, three. Yeah. Go on, Kev. Let's get a, a little. Uh, Perspective from uh, North London. Yeah, like I said, Smith Rowe, good, good young little player. But yeah, you got to get a proper number ten in there, someone established. Is it going to be this French you that we've been chasing all summer or what? Uh, yeah, Sam yeah. whatever his name is. Yeah, I, th- I, think I think that's probably got to be the the priority. Okay. Um, and maybe another centre half. Who's realistic though for you? You think someone with Premier League experience or someone coming from like a top four or five European club? <laughs> Question, man. And maybe come back to yeah. that, but like. Yeah. We got. We need someone to put the ball in the back of the net. That's the. That's another problem right now. I don't know. I, I feel like you guys missed out on some decent. You guys need to get players, yeah, who are already established in the Premier League. Now, first of all, I want to just say this, right? As an outsider, I'm still baffled by how. Who made the decision to let go of Giroud? That yeah, was. I don't know, man. That that still bothers me. It bothers me because I, I really like Giroud and the stuff he used to do for you guys, yeah? Right, he's not a prolific goal scorer, but he's a little bit like a Firmino in a way where he's a nuisance. He causes... Not even that. He was, he was like Andy Cole. He needed five chances to score one goal, but he still put the ball... He still did okay, Kev, right? Look 19, what he does. 19 goals. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's very underappreciated, Giroud. I think it's just the lack of pace. It just didn't suit... It just, wasn't, it was just never was the Arsenal way, I don't think. Um, like if you look at all our strikers traditionally, right, Anelka, Henri, all lightning quick over in the box, sharp. You know, Giroud was a different type of striker, wasn't he? He was more of a more of a target man, like an old, yeah, like an Alan Smith, say. You know, um, and that just didn't suit suit our style all the time. Um, but Lacazette, he's just been having a, he's been, yeah, he's just been having a shocker. Um, you know, he, he's his goals ratio just hasn't been up to up to those standards. And it, joke, even, yeah, even Giroud's <laughs> probably got a better record than him. Um, yeah. I mean, people call him the French Darren Bent, but even Darren Bent <laughs> has got a better record than him. So, like, 
if, Sorry, even man. that's an insult to Darren Bent, if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> that's why we're cracking up, man. You know, look, look, um, that's a great analogy there, Kevin. But, you know, I've got to say something, right? With Arsenal, what I've found in the last few seasons, you guys haven't adapted to what's going on in the Premier League. It's like everyone's moved along and Arsenal's still trying to find their way. Still yeah. waiting for the train. Like, yeah, that, I don't, that, yeah. you know, the thing is, with, I'm going to keep mentioning Liverpool because, you know, they are the benchmark of the Premiership, you know, in the Premier League right now and how they yeah. have adapted over the years. Now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'll just, you know, I'm a gloating them a little bit, yes, but... <laughs> It's Liverpool man, it's been 30 years, guys. Come on, let me have this moment. It's not going to come again, so I'm having it. <laughs> right, look, we, we've got a guy, Firmino, right? Now, his goals to games ratio is shocking, as everyone knows. But what he does, week in, week out, is, you know, he brings in play. He does, do, he does what he needs to do to help the team. No, but he, he, yeah, that's what Giroud done to a certain extent, isn't exactly it? Exactly my point. Yeah. That's what Giroud yeah. does for even Chelsea right now. So what my point is, is that why would you let someone like that go? Because that set you back even more than where you were already. Because now you haven't even got that. you got See, lack of people, set. With, with people like Giroud and Firmino, you traditionally want wingers, right? Either side. But if you look at Mane and Salah, they're not wingers. They're wingers that play inside forward. Yeah. And they, hence why they cut in. But Bobby Firmino does the groundwork for them, right? Whereas when Giroud was playing at Arsenal, who did we have, Kevin, that was doing that type of role? Phil Walcott. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And I mean, actually, Ramsey, Ozil and Giroud, they had quite a good understanding. Yeah, God. Um, well, I would gladly take Aaron Ramsey back right now. I think you guys well, you should know, go back for him. He, he's looking I'm, to yeah, it, I don't think it's the coach's fault. It's, it's it's all the board, you know. I mean, if you just rewind back like eighteen months ago, Ramsey was asking for what two hundred and fifty grand a week. Yeah, and the board was saying, "Oh, that's irresponsible us to do that. Let him let him go to Juve." Yeah. He ended up getting four hundred grand a week. So, right. how comes we're offering that money to William? <laughs> Crazy man! Like, like, it's just little decisions like that. How comes your Sanchez for Mkhitaryan? For Mkhitaryan, like, all that, these that little things. Like, like, don't even, don't yeah. even mention Mkhitaryan to me, yeah. man. You took the Mick out of us. What about um, the three hundred and fifty? Yeah, I mean, it's just loads of decisions like that. We just let players' contracts run down, and like being held to ransom by Ozil, and yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, all those decisions. It just seems to. So Kevin, right now you know we've got a creative midfield problem with uh, Ozil having six months left on the contract. Would you, as a local guy that's been there in that area, probably seen him out and around, would you have him back in the team for the next six months, knowing that Jan first or whatever is is ready to sign with someone else? Yeah, yeah, I think we need we need him. We need his experience. I, I don't think he should be starting every game. Um, yeah, I wouldn't start him every game. You got to have him on the bench at least, you know. So would you play him against like? Because I think for Arsenal, playing the top teams doesn't seem to be a motivational problem. It's playing all the other teams that are, let's say, bottom half of the table, right? So for a player like Ozil, knowing that he doesn't defend, would you play him against the better opposition or the so-called worser opposition, like the Burnleys and the Villas of the world? Well, actually, I, I take that back out. Villa, Villa are doing pretty well right now. 
I mean, yeah, political reasons aside, I sort of understand what Arteta was saying. Like when he when he said there's for footballing reasons, even though we all know it's not for footballing reasons. Yeah, facts. But there there is an element in truth from that because you you do see him just strolling around and not tracking back and throwing his arms up in there and things ain't going his way. But you know, in the he, he he's still a wizard with the boy at his feet. Like he, he can find like an Abamyang run or something like that, and 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 just slip someone in like unexpectedly, you know. Well, he had the yeah, height. I think it's a shame. I think, I, I, yeah. Sorry, Kevin. I just want to interject here for a second. Mesut Ozil had the highest assists in the Premier League mm. in his first four seasons in the Premier League. So yeah. he could do the same job right now. He could. Yeah. I mean, he's. Well, he's and that's all you need. Was it thirty-two? Yeah, but there's also talk that. We're trying to offload him to Juventus. So if if, if they're doing all that behind the scenes, that's Juventus all don't want him. I've heard just for six months just to get him off yeah. the books, right? Yeah. Well, and, and in a sense, that Arsenal will still pay part of the wages. So even if it's a fifty-fifty split, Juve pays one hundred seventy-five, we pay one hundred seventy-five. But if you're going to do a deal like that, get Ramsey on loan for six months as well. Just at least Ramsey's going to bring some experience to the squad. He's respected amongst his former colleagues. Yeah. It might be a good lift for the club because the reality is we asked you the question earlier about transfers, right? You mentioned that Leon midfielder. I don't think we've got the money to buy that guy right now. And if we had the money, let's say this guy's 40, 50 million, you guys may laugh at me, but I would say right now, go and try and get Jack Grealish. Every time I watch Jack Grealish, I'm impressed. I get more and more impressed and I think that's the type of player we actually need in the team. But if you can't go and spend 50, 60 mil, get Ramsey as the short-term solution. Another guy that I keep talking about Louis Stunk is perfect for us. Premier League experience, 20 million, boom, he's in the team straight away. And he'll give you that leadership that we just don't have. And another guy, you guys are going to laugh at this, but I saw this literally two hours ago. There's a guy that wants to break his contract with his current club, plays overseas, played in the Premier League, and he terrorised us, Diego Foster. Sorry, that is... You think he's still got the legs? Hey, if you can come 20 minutes... And score a couple of goals and, you know, ruffle up a few defenders and create chances for, like, some of our younger guys like Smith Rowe and Saka to come in or Reese Nelson. He'll just nod the ball on. These guys are coming. No, I've, I've already shot. said I don't want no more ex Chelsea players. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> but what do you think, Raz? <laughs> look, look. At He's on the Get him to an 18 month contract. Well, let's look at Man United, yeah? They've got Edison Cavani, yeah? And yeah. I think he's doing a good job at United, right? Like, comes on he for is. the last 20 minutes and he does something. You know, it's not a lot, but it's enough to win games sometimes, I think. Yeah. So, why not? You got. Right now, with the current pandemic and where there's no supporters, and Arsenal have got the highest, um, what do you call it, charges for fans to come in to watch the game, right? Now, they're not getting that. They, That's they, why stop going. Yeah, they're not getting that money coming in right now. So they're losing money. And God knows how much it's costing them to just keep that stand, you know, the stadium up and running right now. It's costing everyone a lot of money. It's costing the Premier League a lot of money. So teams like Arsenal, especially, where they've got a lot of cost because they're in London, teams like, you know, other big teams as well, start looking at your youths. I think there's grassroots football. This is the best way to get this... You know, academy football, whatever it is, getting youngsters on the, get them on, man, get them on, and and get these like 
old Costas or Cavani's or whatever you have of the world to just nurture these players in. That's See? What, that's what I would do. I think just give me the Arsenal job right now and I'll sort it out. Last week you said I was ready for the Arsenal job. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, you, I'll, I'll come in as you. You can have the boss's role and I'll be your assistant. No problem. Let's all ask him that. <laughs> and Kevin, right, so I'm going to test you. So give me three players that Arsenal should sign, should sign that are realistic. You've already said one. I think Lewis Stunt will be perfect. But I want to hear a different perspective. You're the assistant uh, now. Right. Put your assistant hat on. Uh, the other guy I would I would have, right? Honestly, you need to get a like a holding midfielder, yeah? Oh, that Partey guy or whatever he is, he ain't no holding midfielder. All right? You need someone proper. Why, why do you say that? Because I just haven't seen anything holding from him so far. He hasn't sat back. He, I, to be honest, yeah, I haven't seen enough well, of him. Huh? When he comes back in January, he's going to be like a new signing for us, I think. Well, I hope so. Well, you, you hope so, but... You know. I, I, think he might play, I think he might play a part tomorrow. Okay. You need someone like a Decore. Yeah? That's what you need. You need a Decore in your team right now. The guys that we're playing tomorrow have a holding midfielder that's perfect for us. Actually, linked with your team as well. Uh, what's his name? Bissouma? Oh, Bissouma, yeah. He's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bissouma, yeah. there you go. Another guy could be Idris Gay Guay from uh, PSG. They're looking to offload him, Paredes. They're, they're going to have a clear out there. So, so these, some of these players, decent pedigree, may be worth looking at. Ndidi from Leicester. Ndidi. We said that last week, didn't we, Bab? But that's not going to happen. Who's a short-term striker? Because Aubameyang will eventually come good. Like, it's not that he's just got his money and he's... Aubameyang gained the answer. Enjoyed London life. Yeah, I mean, I've been a bit harsh in Lacazette there, but um, uh, he he does have his moments. But I I think maybe give the the other you, um, Belogan, a little run as well. He's 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 a Liverpool, bro. You know that? Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that? What's that? I, I'm so wound up by that. Raz, do you know that? No, go and say that. You guys, Kevin, tell, tell, the, spell the full name out. I don't, know his, first, I don't know his first name, actually, but Belogan. Um, Bel- Bellarin Belogan. Yeah. He's a 19-year-old that's about to be out of contract, and he's he wants, apparently, Liverpool are about to get him, which is frustrating. Well, that's, that's Jürgen Klopp for you, mate. He does this, you know, and the guy's a genius. You'll go and grab these players when everyone else thinks, you know, let's let... I know Klopp wanted Saka last season, but... So did Man United. I think a lot of yeah. teams... Like, Saka, he's still a kid. Like, he's not even... Is he 20 yet? He's really... Not he's, him down. Not, he's 18 yeah. or 19 or something like that. But look, yeah. at the end of the day, you need to start giving these youngsters a run, yeah? So, and who's that other guy that you guys had, but is is not playing enough? What's his name? The other young guy. Who? Striker? No, he's a winger, I think. Yeah. Oh, Reese Nelson? No, and Katia. I think he yeah, was. I, I, I like him. You don't like him, Bab? I like him, but when you can't get in the Leeds United team and you're on loan in the Championship, that says a lot. I think he just he's just not ready. That's it. Maybe in yeah three four years time. Yeah, but Kevin, he's been on the cusp of the first team squad for about two three seasons now, right? Yeah, even Wenger had him on the bench and threw him in for like the Carling Cup or whatever, Garden Cup or whatever it's called these days. But yeah, but you got you got you got to have patience, man. Look at Bamford, you know, Bamford. Yeah, wasn't getting a looking at Chelsea. That like moved down a couple of leagues, and then got yeah. Leeds promoted. 
and and now he's doing things that people said he couldn't do in the Premier League, but he's proved everyone wrong. So like the same thing can happen to Nketi, I'm sure. Yeah, sorry, one thing I just want to add, and it's a question for both of you. Did you guys hear about Arsenal being linked with that Norwich City uh, attacking midfielder, Emil Guaneda? Remember he played for Norwich last year? He didn't really like set the league on light, but again, we're linked with him, price of about 15 mil. You Love think we should be player. signing players from a division below us to help us get to the heights that we want? What about Buendia? Who? Buendia, that Spanish kid. That's that. exactly what I said. Is that the name you said? You said it differently. Yeah. Sorry, man. I think that's a perfect signing. He was wicked at Norwich. I liked him. I, I look at the goals and assists column. And at the end of the day, when you're taking Ozil out that's getting you 15 assists and you're going to throw in a guy that gets three, four assists, I, I don't know, man. I still got my doubts on that. You've got to put some perspective on it because, <laughs> you know. Ozil's a situation. I don't think Ozil would be getting them numbers at Norwich, would he? Um, yeah. No, not now, but I mean, I'm saying if he was playing for us right now, he'd probably get us about 15 assists a season still. Mm. What was that Norwich striker's power. name? That guy that was a striker at Norwich that had a good start and then just fell away. Oh, Timu Puki. Pukie. He's international, bruv. That <laughs> guy's an international hey. player. And he scores a lot of goals for his um, international team. Was it Finland? Based, Finnish? based on that, you will not be my assistant. <laughs> well, at the moment, Arsenal could take a Pukki, mate, because you ain't got nothing at the moment. Nothing at all. And I'm telling you the truth. I'm saying it how it is. This is a very straight-talking straight podcast, and I'm saying it today. Arsenal need to revamp that team totally. Now we know, we'll, we'll see what happens in the transfer window. I'm, I'm not expecting nothing and, you know, it's the very last difficult. day of the transfer window we may get some links to some average players but I, I don't want them. I, I want international calibre players. Yeah, very... I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah I'm like, I'll be happy to wait until the summer. Look, get the season out of the way. Give the youth a chance. Um, yeah, I, I don't think... Anyone that we can get in January is not gonna, not not, not gonna like turn us into a top yeah, fourteen. Right, like we can't make we can't make up that ground now anyway. We're you know twelve points off behind like the top four. So so Ken, I, 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 don't, I don't think we'll bridge that gap. What, what what's an acceptable season for Arsenal in your opinion in terms of like league finish and maybe a cup? I mean, in, in normal circumstances, it would be top five. And a, and a cup, that's that's the bare minimum. That's the bare minimum. That's what I was. There. That's what I grew up on. You know. Yeah. Even if it was yeah, we had the league cup now, but you know, I'm used to Arsenal always at least getting a trophy, at least getting signed. Well, I, I, and I, I, I know we had them barren years under Wenger, like where we didn't win nothing. But even in those years, we like we got top four. Yeah, um, top four trophy, man. That was yeah. that was his speciality. Yeah, but um, yeah, we're not going to get top four anytime soon. So, I think. So, what do you think? Like, is eighth, ninth, tenth a respectable position for us? We're not getting European football. That's yeah. just not happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think we just have to take what we can get, man. Um, I, I think if we're still in the in the bottom half, by. F- by the end of by, by mid January, well, by the end of January, sort of February, I think we should get rid of our tail. I um, think but, I agree. But, with but, you but, but if but if we're 
if, if he start to pick up results, then obviously, yeah, let, let's let's keep him. He's learning on the job. Um, it's I've, a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, with with Arteta, what I've noticed, um, um, he looks very stressed out right now. Yeah, he looks like he's aged a couple of years already since he's taken on the Arsenal job, and. I think that's that's a worrying sign, you know that when you see someone that looks like, the way he looks, you know he sometimes just kind of looks like he's just a grumpy guy right now, right? And that's not good. It's not rubbing yeah, off. You'd right. be a grumpy guy if you was in that position as well. Yeah, I would be. But then you got to pick yourself up, and you know, and you got to keep being believing in what you're, what you've, what you started. And I think he actually doesn't look like he believes in what he's doing right now, and that's the problem. Uh, and it really is because he came in with a plan. Last season, we saw Arteta had a plan, a way of kind of making them work. This season, at the beginning, it didn't look like that's the case. Yeah, because uh, people, fig- yeah, because other managers has, has, has figured him out. You know. Yeah. They, they know. He, they know he's just gonna sit back and, and use Abamyang's pace on the counter attack. And that's like the- long, like, like long balls down the channel for, for Abamyang. That, so basically, he's a young version of Mourinho, is what you're saying, Kev. Yeah, and yeah. he needs to, he needs to sort of adapt. Show, show yeah, show show more like adaptability now. He, he's learning on the job. I'll give him that. He's learning the job, but yeah, it, it it just seems like he's took that template from the FA Cup one, and he and he's tried to yeah. use it against everyone. You don't use the same tactics nope. you used against Man City and Liverpool that you'd lose, and and try and apply them tactics to to Burnley. Because uh-huh. that's that's the sort of game where you need to be pushing forward. You need you need an, you need an Ozil in there, yeah. or Smithrow, or whoever. Yeah, yeah like someone you, that can unlock the defense. You don't you don't need to play Partey and El Nene you, and and Zaka. All three of them. You know, put what someone you, further up. Yeah. What do you thought of Granit Xhaka? He's got to go, right? Don't, don't let that free kick. Clog your decision. Listen, man, you're being harsh on the guy. Count. I like him, man. Right, I, so you I, take I, him at Liverpool? I take him. Us, uh, I take us, uh, him. Gigi Ronaldo. Oh. You want to do that? What's that? I didn't think so. You, you heard. I said, take Shaka. Give us Gigi Ronaldo. Gigi's going anyway. You can have him. He's going. I let him have you. I, I let him go to Arsenal. No problem. Uh, I'll take Shaka. Okay, okay. I think there was, yeah, to be fair, I think there was a little period last season, I think, where, where he was injured. And I think we was, I, I think we did struggle without him. But that's just how far, but that, that's just how far down our, our club is sort of, um, yeah. But have you I, seen Shaka play for his uh, his country? Yeah, that's, I, that's I, why I we signed him. We signed him. So that's what I'm trying to say. So it's not him, is it? It's the club. And everyone keeps blaming Xhaka, but the thing is, reality is, it's not him, it's everyone else around him. And he gets no. scapegoated, and that's why he had that outburst that time last listen, season. Was it last season? that outburst, based on that, he should never have been brought back. You can't do that. You can't of go around you like can't do that. But, Bob, you got to understand, this guy's getting terrorised, man. And it's not it's his fault. It's not his fault. He gets paid to play the game. You get paid to go and do what you do. But, but did, yeah, this... Playing aside, like red cards and all that, like we do see him give the ball away a lot. He yeah. is he is slow on the turn. If you run at him with pace, like he's got no other option to like to bring you. Like he's 
something's not right. Yeah, something's not right with him. Like, we, we we can do better in that department. And praise yeah, the Lord, with better players around him, he'll be a better player. But the problem yeah. is, I think Arsenal's not right. If I'm honest with you, you haven't got the the main problem with Arsenal is, and this is just the facts. Yeah, Rafa's facts, Raz's facts, whatever you like to call it. You haven't got, <laughs> you haven't got a leader in your team. That's the truth. Exactly, Lewis Dunk is a perfect leader for us. You need a leader. You need someone that's gonna flipping grab you like a Jamie Carragher type of character in the team who would actually go and muller a player in his team if he wasn't yeah, performing. I... Absolutely, that's what you need. Sorry, something's just come up. You guys still there? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Something's just happened on my screen. Give me one second, guys. Sorry. Sure. Audio visual technical difficulties. All right. Here we go. I think we're all right. Yeah. So yeah, like, like like I was saying, I think a leader would be a massive difference straight away. I think Chelsea. That's another thing I've noticed with Chelsea. So they don't have a leader in their team either. If I'm honest with you. Um, Man City, since um, Vincent Company left, they, ha they haven't been the same team either. And I think this is where, and you guys might laugh at me by saying this, right? But I think Henderson, as a captain, has been the reason why Liverpool won the league last season the way we did. And we nearly won it the season before because of um, Henderson. He's a leader by example, and everyone loves the fact that, you know, you know, everyone says Gerrard was the best captain Liverpool ever had or whatever. I disagree. I think Jordan Henderson is the best captain that Liverpool's ever had. And, I, I, and I'm saying that hands down. And Bav knows me, massive Gerrard fan, but Henderson, what he does is he doesn't try to make it all about him. It's about the team. He sacrifices himself week in, week out for the better of the team. He lets the two um, wingers go forward and he moves back. And he lets yeah. he kind of plays like a quarterback role. Why? I'm not going to speak on this because I mentioned it last week, but Kevin, you can chime in. This guy is the reason why Liverpool won the league. And I think that's what every team... If every team had a Jordan Henderson in their team, it would be a different league. That's yeah, I mean, yeah, it's hard. But it's interesting, you know, like if, if Gerard was at the peak of his powers and Klopp was there, maybe you wouldn't be saying that. Um, maybe, I but think, then but I think... Yeah, I, I think if Gerard would had another five seasons and he was playing under the Klopp, you know, that, that would have been something to... Um, I know I'm going to have a lot of yeah. people say something different yeah. about this, but I've been saying... Yeah, I, I, I personally disagree. I, I, that, I think Gerard was just, just amazing for you guys. No, he was, um, but yeah, was Gerard? He, 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 he won games on his own. He did. With, with, with Henderson, you can't really say he won games on his own. He's got all those other superstars around him. Yeah, um, Salah, Mane, you know, um, right. Firmino, even. But the season yeah. when Gerard had Suarez, and that was a perfect season for him to kind of sit back and let Suarez do what he was doing, and we had a few other great players as well in that team. I think Gerard still wanted to be a part of everything, and that's where we went wrong. That he's, he's more, he's more of a he's more attack-minded. He slipped. Well, isn't he, so. Yeah, but that's that's the thing, isn't it? You're at your latter stages of your career. He shouldn't be trying to always have the ball. 
Henderson doesn't always want the ball. Henderson gets the ball, keeps it simple, calm, possesses it, passes it on to the nearest player. That's it, it's gone. Right? That what Gerard likes to do is get the ball and starts driving at players and all that. And I found him, you know, I, I just found him a little bit too much about him sometimes. And, you know, I know he had his, you know, he wore his... I, I think that's quite disrespectful considering the guy gave 15, 16 years of his life to that team and could have easily gone to any top team in world football. Any yeah. Clearly, he, nah, any. you've got to rethink that, man. Liverpool fans, you need to tweet at this guy or something. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, but you know what? That, that's, that's like me or Kevin saying, oh, Thierry Henry didn't do shit for Arsenal. No, I'm not saying he did shit. I'm just saying this was a... This, it's, you know what? It's a weakness. Yeah? Everyone, has a, everyone has a weakness, and I think that was Gerard's weakness. Having said that, amazing player, massive fan of him, and, you know, and I hope he goes on to win the, uh, win the league at, in Scotland, which he will do, I think, is what? Yeah, man, that's, that's done. That's done. So, yeah, you know, at least he's going to win a league, you know, as a manager, at least. Hey, but, ra- random question. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts over here in the US, and they're talking about Brendan Rodgers is the right guy for Arsenal. What do you think, Kev? I said that a long time ago, by the way. I think it would be a good... I think it would be a good stopgap. I think it would be a good two or three-year project just to get us back into that top four. But, uh-huh. yeah. Sorry, I just want to um, add on that, yeah? Brendan Rodgers started off where we are now. Just saying. Yeah. It was him. Yeah, you've you got to give him a little bit of credit for that. Yeah, yeah. I give him credit for I, that. I, 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 I think he's a good manager. I think, and, he, and, and he is still relatively young. Yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't mind him at Arsenal. I wouldn't think it's the worst. Um, so, Kevin, you're, you're saying two, three years and, and then what? He just runs out of enthusiasm and goes somewhere else? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't yeah. think he'd get to a bigger club than Arsenal because he's not going to go to Liverpool. He's not going to get a Man United, Man City type of job. I just don't see it. Yeah, he's doing a good job at the moment with Leicester. Um, he is, yeah. With yeah, the squad he's, he's got at, at Leicester, Leicester, yeah. With the squad he's got at Leicester, all right. Um, and let's be honest, yeah. It'll be a downgrade to go to Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, it will be. But having said that, Arsenal is a very good challenge for him, and I, I would, if I was him. I would consider that because you make Arsenal, you turn Arsenal around, you're a legend. You know, that's as simple as it gets. Leicester City, again, he turned him around. He's a legend there right now. You know, uh, no matter what happens here onwards, he'll be regarded as a very good yeah. manager. What he did for Liverpool as well. He came at a bad time at Liverpool when we had Roy Hodgson. Yeah, yeah and, I, I, and Kenny I, I, think, I think I wouldn't be against that at all. And, I, and it would sort of remind me of George Graham because when George Graham came in the 80s where was he he was at Millwall or something like that um, and, he, and, he, and he came to Arsenal like within a few couple of years we, we had a couple of we had a couple of trophies we won the league you know 1989 boom 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 Michael Thomas last minute you know was you know that one right, right? <laughs> I cried that day I was a young kid then and I cried <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I remember that and I cried I, I shut the TV off and then uh, I, I ran over to my dad or something and said what the hell's going on here and man, man like you probably picked the TV up and threw it through the window <laughs> I remember I used to have one of them little TVs right in my room with an area on top of it and I just remember going like that and that area went flying and I turned the TV off and I was a little kid and I ran out got on my bike and I went out and 
played football with my friends around the corner because I was just so pissed off. Uh, let, let me add something here. So, we, I think it's safe to say that Germany... Yeah, I'm just thinking it's a Scottish thing, but yeah, go, go on, go on. I think Arsenal need a new manager, but no matter how, oh, however, how you look at it or whoever comes on board, this is the analogy and this is going to be my closing thought. Arsenal, a new Arsenal manager going into the transfer market versus an established Premier League manager is like him going to say... I'm going to buy jeans at a market when everyone else is shopping at Harrods. That's the only thing I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it as that. And that's not to knock anyone that shops at the market. I just, I'm just trying to give you an idea of like the price points and the different tiers that stratospheres involved in some of these transfers. So you're thinking in terms of like a top quality player, he'll be looking at Arsenal and thinking, I'm not going to go there because of Arteta. Partly that, but more so that we just can't afford to even get to a negotiation stage for some of these players. Because if you've got twenty-five, thirty million pound budget, you can't look at a player that's sixty, seventy, eighty, ninety million. Those days are gone. Whereas before, because again, remember, with COVID and everything else, financing and lending is super, super tight. Yeah. And what has set us back is that stupid Nicolas Pepe deal, man. That that every time I see that guy, it boils my blood. He's useless. Yeah, he's not great. I think how much you paid for him? Seventy five million or something? Seventy two, seventy five million over installments. But it's crazy, man. Nah, it's not worth it. You you got robbed there. Um <laughs> Just like you guys got robbed for Nabi Kata, right? No, I like Nabi Kata. I think he'll yeah, come. But you you spent seventy odd mil for him? No. Yeah? It was about forty, isn't it? Nah, bruv. Check it out. Call Steven Gerrard to look it up for you. I'm sure he'll give you an answer. <laughs> Steven Gerrard ain't gonna be my friend anymore, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright I've got Henderson yeah um, but yeah no having said that I think you guys um, for you right now you, I've said this a lot all along there's other countries that are struggling as well with this whole COVID situation that need to offload players you know Spain they're struggling Sevilla they've got some players and they, they're struggling badly financially Sevilla Atletico Madrid all of these teams you guys have got a great stadium. You're in London. There's nothing stopping you guys from getting some of these players. But you've got to get your manager to start talking, you know, and the board needs to back him. That's as simple as that. That's the, that's the key thing there. The board need to start backing the manager, whoever it is. Whoever it is, um, exactly. But yeah, but yeah, at the moment, Arteta, yeah, like I keep saying, he's learning on the job and it's going to take a... A long time for for him. While he's here, it's going to take a long time for Arsenal um, to get back to to where we deserve but to be. Look at that Southampton manager. He struggled last season. He had that nine was a nine nil thumping by Leicester City. Now look yeah. where he is. He's doing all right. And I think yeah. the board stuck by him. Let him let him just recover himself. And now they're you know reaping the fruits of that. that you know, I mean, giving him the chance. So I think that that's. What needs to happen with Arteta? I can't see you guys getting rid of him unless you've got someone there ready to come, like a Brendan Rodgers. I wouldn't go for anyone unless you're getting Brendan Rodgers, if I'm honest with you. Because there's not... Or I think Tuchel, again, is that the right thing to do right now? Probably not. Did you see Tuchel, how he got Dortmund close to that title a few years ago? Two years in a row? Yeah. Well, and he developed all those young players. Against and when Bayern he goes to Chelsea well. and he makes Kai Havertz and Timo Werner the true superstars that they're touted to be, 
You're going to regret that, man. Well, sorry, Kevin, you're going to regret that. So are the rest of the Arsenal fans. Yeah, well, if you can get him, yeah, then then you should. But I think Kevin's right in the sense that we've got to give it till if end of January nothing changes and it's you you guys are still in the second tier of the second half of the table, then you know what? It's time for him to go. Yeah. Simple as. But yeah, on that note, guys, it's been lovely. It's been a pleasure having you, Kevin. Um, some great no, analogies. Thanks for inviting me down. It's been yeah, it's been. Well, yeah, it's been great. It's been great, and I, I love your analogy on ba- the Darren Bent analogy. I like that one, so I'm going to keep that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's been a pleasure having you guys. Thank you for coming on board once again. It's been it's, a, it's been a great show, and I'm you know I would have loved to carry it on, but hey, you know what? You're more than welcome to come back on next week. All right, cheers, Wes. All right, guys. Cheers, guys. Thanks cheers, a lot, guys. Have a great evening. Bye, bye. That was a great, great episode again. Um, it was lovely speaking to Kevin um, and Bav. Yeah, some great, great, great analogies there. It was it was amazing. And guys, I know you guys are all going to talk about my Steven Gerrard conversation, but I'm going to stick by that one. I'm going to stick by that one because I still, I still believe that it, if he had just changed slightly, he could have won a title. But yeah, on that note, guys, have a great evening. Thank you. Bye-bye.